watching one, one two nope oh, okay. <laughs> hi everyone hey welcome back to the podcast welcome do you ever wonder if people think that i'm kika and you're katie joe Ooh, i think eventually i'll wonder that but yeah. right now it's just all our buddies listening that's true because people i don't know guys we've made four dollars yeah four dollars and 35 cents i had no idea we were just gabbing in the car the other day and Kiko was like, let me pull up like our, our, our money, our statistics. Yeah. And she did. She was like, we're close to a thousand plays. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like actually crazy. She was like, oh my God, we've made $4. Yeah. And 35 cents. If someone would have asked me how much money we've made so far, I would have said like 70 cents. Yeah. 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 I probably would have said the same. I did not think that we were in the dollar range. I know. Multiple. That's crazy. We're almost at $5, which is almost 10. We're going to give our entire $10 um payout uh-huh. to our executive producer serena whenever we get it thanks so. serena so serena close. put up it's is today wednesday yeah so our most recent episode went up today she put it up she wrote the description the title she just does such an incredible job incredible incredible why did job. i say that she does <laughs> such an incredible job and she also added a little poll at the end yes she did incredible thanks serena thank you serena you work so hard i do you're gonna get a crisp ten dollars very soon i'll give it to you in cash (laughs) freshly minted okay how are you good how are you i'm good yeah i'm really good i was gonna ask you something off the top um shoot i don't remember but katie and i have been on like the grind we've been grind grind grind, hustling we have for for some new work yeah we were at the k-pop store Mm mm-hmm you know, we were doing what we needed to do. When customers came in, we were helping them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But within that time, we revamped our resumes, yeah. revamped our cover letters, and we were just applying away to jobs. Left and right. Katie yeah. sent like six applications while we were at the store. I did. That was crazy. I was just getting it all done. Yeah. Um, so we can just kind of like, obviously, what we can share on the pod. But basically, yeah, I'm looking for a new job. I think that I'm kind of in the place in my life where... I'd like to transition out of having multiple jobs and juggling multiple things while still just not really having very much money. And I'm ready to like have just one big girl salary job and just make way more money and be stable and all the things. It's a, it's really a work smarter, not harder situation. Well, that's what happened because obviously I had some like more shifting in finances the past couple weeks, as you do when you have like a million things that you're doing. And I was like, I'm going to take this week to just like pray about it and think about like what I want to do. And literally that week I was like, what am I doing? Like I should just quit everything and just get a big girl job. And I also am qualified to make good money at a nice salaried position. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. You have like five years of experience. I literally do. It's crazy. That's not a small amount. That's really crazy. Yeah. 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 It's going to work out for you. I'm really excited about it. And I'm just like. Even benefits if, even i don't know what i would do <laughs> if i could just go to the dentist <laughs> you know how bad my teeth have been hurting mm-hmm. i literally for the past couple of years i'm gonna go to the dentist and they're gonna tell me that i have to get a brand new set of teeth this is what happened to me i know that's i know it i did. didn't go for a while i got my own dental insurance and they were like "Ooh, that's interesting that's gonna happen because i've been putting it off because i'm not gonna pay to go to the dentist out of pocket i haven't been in years yeah so I'm going to go, and they're going to tell me that I need root canals, and they're going to tell me I need all my wisdom teeth out. They just texted me today, actually. Oh. They said... They're like, get back here. 
basically, <laughs> they said, you had a deep cleaning scheduled, but your insurance has run out. We can do it out of pocket, but every quadrant of your mouth will be $125. So how much would that be? Uh, <laughs> it's embarrassing that I can't get it back. 500 total. Oh, dang. I said, uh, no. You're like, I love brushing my teeth myself. Yeah, I said, please cancel. Well, with the deep cleaning, they slice your gums open, so they can go underneath. Isn't that horrible? That's awful. And they can only do the top or bottom of your mouth at one time because they have to anesthetize it. No, no. Yes. I'm going to freak out, but that I probably need it done. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, the other day someone told me, they were like, you have really nice teeth. And I was like, yeah, they're all going to fall out. Yeah, you don't know. (laughs) I was like, I know that they on the outside look good. (laughs) Trust me, they are rotting away. Yeah, you don't know what hides underneath. (laughs) But yeah, the thought of having benefits and then also just like a salary... Close to double of what I earn right now, mm-hmm. my life would just be dramatically different. You really feel the change when it happens. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited for you. Um, and I thank you because you've helped me so much. Oh, truly. You're, you're welcome. I mean, not really. Eh, well, it's, it's just, still nice having someone I trust to be like, your resume isn't garbage. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I mean, it's all your experience and your words in the end, you know? Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's my spiel. Where are you at? Yeah, I've been in the same job for a long time. Yeah, we're in very different, like totally yes. different spectrums. Yes, I have been. I've been working in like salaried roles for five years now. Yeah, um, that's basically all I've ever done, actually. Yeah, like I did gig stuff in college, but I, it just so happened that I got a job out of college, and then one job after that. It's not like I've had a ton of salaried jobs, just two. Yeah. Um, but I've been in this one for more than four years now. That's crazy. I know. I truly cannot tell you where the time went i think it's a pandemic thing honestly it just like slips away yeah and i don't even see it happening but um i've been doing it for more than four years it's certainly not a bad job it pays me well but just can't be in the same thing that long honestly and i figure with that level of experience i probably could make more money somewhere else yeah it's not like i make a not enough but I will take more if I can get it totally and really the only way to make those big jumps in salary is to just change companies like you'll never get that big of a jump just staying in one place so I'm checking some stuff out all my background is in philanthropy so it's mainly like foundations and nonprofits and stuff like that but I don't know I truly don't know I think that it's amazing she also applied to something for like a contracted position yeah and i'm like that would be so cool if you could just do like contracted work on top of your salary yeah job. because Let's i go. just happen to have all this like music industry experience as well Too, yeah yeah so anything like project management or like kind of strategy level I'm like just let me in yeah with most jobs i'm like just take a take a chance just on let me. me do it i got it just let you me know do it. Yeah. yeah don't even worry about it it's honestly really nice looking at like applications mm-hmm. and being like, I'm so qualified for this. Give I me the know. job. I know. Come on. Just hand it over. Yeah. Tell exactly. our listeners the statistic you told me about men versus women. Oh yeah. I think about this every day and truly, I think we have mostly female listeners. So just keep this in lock mind. In. Yes. Lock in. On average, men apply to jobs when they meet 40% of qualifications on average, women apply to jobs when they meet 100% of qualifications. So, so, and I've seen people even do this to me when I send them descriptions or job descriptions and they see one line and they're like, but can you do that? I'm like, well, does it matter? Yeah, figure it out. If I can do everything else very well and I'm pretty smart, I'll learn. I'll figure it out. Totally. Yeah. I'm all about it. Like if, 
Similar to the men, I guess. If I meet half of the requirements, I'm like, I'll figure out the rest. Why not? Yeah. You miss every shot you don't take. Wow. You're right. <laughs> that was Wayne Gretzky. That's <laughs> it's true, that's though. True. You've got to put your hat in the ring. Otherwise, you definitely won't get it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's always been my philosophy. I And honestly, I've had a lot of luck with job applications, but I haven't really done this in four years. Yeah. And I don't know how to explain what I do. I can't even do it on the pod. I don't even bother. Yeah. Um, you always just, like, give up. Yeah. You kind of just have to see it happen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Are you at all, like, is it scary to the idea of getting a new job? Yeah. Yeah. Which is not something that I expected. I think also I care so much about what I do. Totally. That, you know, it's not just my coworkers that I'm leaving in the lurch. It's also, like, my clients. Yeah. And I don't want to. Like, I love the relationships that I've built up. And I also think that, like, this is kind of like an imposter syndrome part of me. But sometimes I'm like, I don't even do anything, you know? Totally. Oh, my God. So I'm like, what if I go to a job where I have to do stuff? Like, I've never done anything before. I don't think that's actually true. Yeah. But I just can't tell. No, I completely get that. Me and um, Mal talk about that a lot. Because... I'll be doing my little job that I have now that I love. It's just not enough money. Yeah. Um, but I'll do my little thing. I'll send it over and my boss will respond like, this looks amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm like, it's really not that good. Like, I, know. I didn't do anything. I think that less than feeling like you're not doing anything is more a sign that you're just naturally very good at what you do. Well, yeah, I guess it's the it's imposter hard to believe, syndrome. Though. It is the imposter syndrome. But what makes me feel better, this is very mean. Because my company is huge. So occasionally I'll see work from people I don't know that well. And I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. From people that are just regularly being promoted, doing fine. Yeah. Just producing subpar stuff. Yeah. You know? So I think that the standard is much lower than we think it is. That's so true. That is so true. Wow. Also means you're set up for success. There's a part of me that believes I will succeed in anything that I do. Yeah, me and you both have that wired in us. Yeah. At, at the same, it's not as if there isn't a layer to the cake that's like, you'll never succeed in anything. Yeah. They're right on top of each other. Yeah. I don't know. But I think I will always believe that I could do well in anything that is given to me. Yeah. Were, whenever you were growing up, was that something that your parents like told you? Or what was that like? Because for me, like obviously, there's plenty of things that my parents did growing up that I was like, oh, they were just... Trying their best, like, oh my gosh. But the one thing that, like, I never questioned was they would tell me every single day, like, anything you set your mind to, you can do it. You are so smart. You are so talented. Like, people like you. Like, Mm -hmm. anything you want to do, you can do it. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer for parenting, but I truly now... Not everyone has that. I truly now believe that about myself. Yeah. So... It works. Yeah. You, the things that you do in parenting it's crazy make such a difference on like a human life but anyway I, I think so I think I never doubted my intelligence because like in my youth I think that I was just naturally at a more accelerated level than other kids I think I do think later in my life that leveled out like I don't think I'm more intelligent or knowledgeable than other people of like my age or income or career bracket now but in my youth yes and my parents were very aware of that and put me in gifted programs and put me in special schools and accelerated classes and stuff like that. So because of that, I think I've always felt like not in a superiority way, but just objectively, knowledge-wise, I probably am in an upper bracket. Yeah. 
which also informed like the colleges that I applied to. So it really was a kick in the ass when I didn't get into any of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that the confidence that I had around that has tapered a little bit yeah. because of that experience. But yeah, my parents were always, they, I think they still believe in my intelligence. Like when I send my dad job descriptions and stuff and I'm like, this is a little out of my league. He's like, no, it's not. Slay. You know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So. That's cool. Oh, I'm glad that both of our parents have lifted us up in that way. Yeah. Because I definitely know people whose parents have not. That's what I was about to say. To anyone listening, you also can do it. You have all the capabilities in the world. There's no reason you can't. Yeah. I think you can. I think you can. Idiots succeed every day. They do. And you are not an idiot. You are not an idiot because you're listening to this pod. That makes you a smarty pants. (laughs) That makes you so sexy. Yeah. You're hot (laughs) and you're smart. Winning combo. Love it. Love it. Um, not related. Gossip Girl posted on Instagram yesterday. Did you see that? The original? Yeah. What did they post? They said, you know what? Fill the silence. I'm going to pull it up. Please pull it up because me and Kika both, just the biggest Gossip Girl fans of all time. Yes, even though we don't agree on anything. We don't agree on the opinions of Gossip Girl at all. We have very different takes on who the best characters are and all the things. But I, oh, it's just, it ruled my life for a lot of time. Ugh, okay. They posted and then they posted the next thing and it wasn't exciting. Oh, damn. Okay, so it said, this was yesterday. It said, welcome back Upper East Siders. After a long time away, I see it didn't take much time for you to dirty up the clean slates I gave you. Hashtag gossip Wait, no, I'm not even kidding. I have chills all over my body. Well, erase your chills because it wasn't that exciting. No, I have chills all over my body. I know. Well, get rid of them. No. Isn't that crazy? That was written so perfectly. I see it didn't take long a, to dirty I literally up. heard Kristen Bell's voice. Literally. literally. Welcome back, Upper East Siders. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. And that. with the classic picture, too. You guys can't see it. It's just the oh original cast. Oh, my God. That literally makes me want to throw up. But then all that happened is that HBO Max is rebranding to just Max on May 23rd. And Gossip Girl is still going to be streaming on it. And that's it. Why would they... Bastards. Why would they psych us out like that? Bastards. And they even posted the Chuck and Blair reel, too. Uh. Why would they do that? I don't know. It's very hurtful. Uh, I mean, to be fair, like, I don't really want, like, a reboot. No. Because they ruin it. Like, I don't know what I wanted from that, but. Yeah. You know? I liked the reboot, but not in a Gossip Girl way. No, yeah. I liked the thing that they did. It just wasn't, like, Yeah, Gossip and then Girl. season two flopped. Did it? Yeah. I only watched a little bit of season one because I was just like, yeah, I was bored. It's weird. Um, And also, like, Gossip Girl, the new season or the new, like, version, the reboot, was very, like, this generation. Yeah, Kind of, like, woke, not in a degrading way. Is Which is just so different from the original. Totally. Like, on the original, they're low-key bad people. Yeah, they are. You know they're what terrible. I mean? And that's the that's, appeal, question that's mark? That's the appeal, because it's the Upper East Side. It's like, the Upper East Side. They're all terrible millionaires. Like, yes, come on. in, like, a private school where you can pay your way into an Ivy. Exactly. That's the point of that's it. That's what's fun about it. None of them are good people that you should be rooting for. No. Not a single one. Not a single one. There are not good people. No, every single one of them is a I think that's one person. of my favorite things on Gossip Girl is that even if you came to like someone, they would show you all of the terrible sides of them. Yeah. Even Serena. Ew. Mm, maybe mostly Serena. Yeah, Serena sucks. Yeah, she sucks. Even Dan, who was supposed to oh be like gosh, the, for sure, Dan. oh, I'm not a part of the Upper East Side, whatever. Come on, Gossip Girl. Yeah. Come on. First of all, why would, they, why would they make him Gossip Girl? Yeah, spoiler alert. I'll still never get over it. I think Eric should have been Gossip Girl. I think that anyone else should have been a gossip girl. Literally have you seen anyone. the interview that he did? 
Mm-mm. Uh, whatever. Penn Badgley? Yes, he did an interview. And the question was, when did you find out that you were Gossip Girl? And what he was like, that? the day I got the script for the last episode. Oh, well. Like, the cast did not know until they got the script for the last episode. He should have known the whole time. Maybe he would have acted it know. better. It would be nice if they knew. I'm not, I'm convinced that the writers started the show. Not knowing. Without knowing who was Gossip Girl. Same way Pretty Little Liars wrote Pretty Little Liars without knowing who A was going to be. Well, I guess they didn't know who would still be on the show for the finale. They were just like, we're just going to write this until we've come to a brick wall and then pick somebody out of a hat. Yeah, whoever's still there at the end, it's <laughs> one, it's one of yous. Also, why after all of that was Serena was like, this is fine, let's get married. Like, what? He ruined he your ruined life. your life. He ruined Literally. your life. He's a psychopath, Serena. Oh my God. <laughs> I really think it should have been Eric. Eric would have been a great one because Eric was always a little like, I never really trusted him. Yes. And they played him to be like this nice character, but the whole time you're like, but I don't know. Well, you would think he would have so much venom towards the school that like chewed him up and spit him out. That's true. You know? And also it was his posting on Gossip Girl about himself that got Serena to come home. I, yeah, wow. I wonder um, if there was like a big meeting where they were all like just voting on who they yeah. thought was, like the writers and stuff. Yeah. It would have been cool if it was Serena. I wouldn't have gotten it, but at least it would have been more fun. Dan made it really depressing. Yeah. It was just, oh, it made me so mad. It basically made him his character in You. Oh, my God. Where he was just watching it people. literally did. That oh. he thought was beautiful. But I will say, the very last episode when Chuck and Blair's little boy comes out. Just, oh, my God. Just makes me want to cry. Oh, my God. It's so cute. And then, I was always a, I always wanted Lily and Rufus to be together. Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, a harmless couple but they couldn't be because dan and serena got married it's at the end. fine <laughs> it's fine where's the blood relation uh it's okay yeah it's fine i guess it's not it's not like it's really weird but like it is what it is weirder things have happened on gossip girl i i'm not gonna use this time to unpack like stepchild and stepparent relationships and like whether it's okay or not but, I mean, Lily and Rufus knew each other first. They did, and they, they had so much history. Like, as much as Dan and Serena loved each other, Rufus and Lily loved each other. And you'd think they're never going to bang. They're going to. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and now their kids are married. They're going to be in the same home all the time. They already did. And they will. And they've kept it It's happening secret. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I love Gossip Girl. Me too. I was just reflecting on... Um, the storyline of, like, the Prince of Monaco or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, dating Blair, and then Blair does him wrong, and then he's like, I would give you, because he's French. Yeah. And then he, like, spins it up on her, and he's like, I'm going to enslave you in the castle. No, that was crazy. Yeah. But then something happens, because there's something going on with Chuck and Blair during that storyline. Is Chuck in France? He's trying to, like, save her. He does But for some reason, she's like... We can't be together because, like, of something. I think maybe the prince was like, if you try and get out, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Or kill Chuck. Who knows? So, something like that. uh, That's probably Chuck. That's probably what it was. Yeah, that's probably Chuck. Because I just remember, like, being just so heartbroken because she she wanted to be with him so bad, but she was like, I can't because of, like, whatever. She thought she was protecting him, and I was like, Blair, that's embarrassing. Do you think it's that she had to choose between them, and then she chose the prince, and then the prince was like, ah, sucker, I got you. I don't remember. Oh, we got to rewatch it. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember. But I do remember 
there was something. Maybe it was after that. I don't remember. But this scene was crazy where Chuck and Blair finally get together after, like, seasons of seasons. Not the season three, obviously, where they yeah. just, like, get together. Yeah. But it was, like, right before, like, season five or six, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they finally get together. And they're, like, I think they're escaping, like, the prince or something. Yeah. And they get in a car accident. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot and about she, that. she, like, for some reason thinks that, like, she's a danger to Chuck. So as soon as he gets out of a coma. Yes. Yes. He's like, where's yes. Blair? And she's like, we can't be together. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, I just went through all of this and you're still like, we can't she's be like, together. She's like, oh, I hurt you. Exactly. Oh, lame. Blair. Come on now, Blair. Come on. You know what's so messed up about me? What? I was a Dan Blair advocate. <gasps> I know. I know. I know. Pika. I look back on it and I don't like it, but I liked it at the time. Critica. I think they are both pretentious. No. Yes. No, 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 no And Blair no. is actually very smart. The problem is I love Blair and I hate Dan. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not right for each other. They're not. Because Dan sucks. And Blair deserves the best. And the best is Chuck. You think the best is Chuck? <laughs> for Blair, yeah. Oh, nasty. I'm anti-Chuck. <laughs> I know you are. Ugh, God. I'm pro Anyway. Chuck. Do you have a favorite Gossip Girl episode? Um, honestly, it's probably, uh, you go first. Do you have one? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the burlesque club. What is that one? The burlesque club. It's in season one. Uh, Chuck is starting a burlesque club to show his father that he can take on business investments and ventures. Mm. And then they're going and they're sitting in the club. Victrola. Yeah. Okay. That Chuck is going to buy. And then Blair dances on the stage and then Chuck's like, oh my God, I think I love her. And then they are in the back of the car and then they finally kiss. And then the music is, I want you to know. That is a good episode. Yeah. I love that one. That's a really good episode. Yeah. I have favorite scenes, but the problem with my favorite scenes is they always involve Chuck and Blair. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, as soon as the scene is over, they like break up again. Yeah, true. So one of my favorite scenes though, I think it's season four. Chuck is trying to get back with Blair. Yes. And Blair's like giving in, obviously. And, but then they realize for Blair, she's like trying to be a part of this like school or program, but they don't like Chuck or his image. Is it the Columbia or not the Columbia? Something like that. It's like the women society. Yes, yes, yes. yes. yes, yes, yes and yes. then Chuck is trying to. Like, his P, his publicist is so thankful that him and Blair broke up because it was hurting his, like, bachelor image. Yeah. So they're both, like, at a crossroads between their careers and being in love. Yeah. But then they finally, like, give in and kiss, and they're like, we're going to be together, it doesn't matter. And then Jenny, like, pulls the curtain, and it reveals them at the party. Oh, my gosh. Gossip Girl, you are crazy. I'd be loving that. <laughs> and remember, then afterwards, they break up. Remember the kiss on the lips party? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that a classic. Yeah. Is that the one where they shine the light on Vanessa and you can see through her dress? I don't know. We gotta rewatch this show. <laughs> All right. Know. Okay, guys. Let's jump in. Let's jump in. Today, we're gonna do a fun little thing. It's like one of my favorite things. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yes, it's my favorite thing. I always pull up these questions just at dinner. I didn't know that. Because I just love to gab. Um, today, Kika and I both grabbed a couple of questions from the game We're Not Really Strangers. Yeah. If you don't know what it is, Kika will explain it. Sure. It's a, it's a card game, technically. It is, technically. Uh, comes in a red box. It says, we're not really strangers on it. And each of the questions, or each of the cards has a question on it that you ask someone that you just want to get to know better. Yeah. And they can be, like, really lighthearted. Mm-hmm. They can be about, like, each other. They can be, like, what do you think about me type of questions. And they can be really deep. Yeah. 
So I love them. It's a great way to get to know someone. I've actually never played it. The mm. only time I have is when we were at Atlanta for the boys in the line. Yes. And Bree had them and we started to play it and just did not continue. I love that. Yeah. I love that. All right. Okay. Ready? We prepared them. Yeah. Go ahead. First question that I have is what about me most surprised you? That's a good question. Thank you. Um, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is that I really thought you were bisexual. <laughs> which we've talked we talked about have, on the pod before. We've said that we would walk through this before and you're like another time. Let's walk through it right now. I, I just was pretty sure. <laughs> and it's not necessarily that I got the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that I thought I had the information. You thought somebody had told you that. Yeah. And I really don't have any more info on that. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> But that your vibe did not disagree with that That's true. That's fair, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like you were like, ew, girls. Yeah. You know? But you are like, I love men. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's bi, you know? True. When um, did you realize, like, oh, she's straight? We talked about it. Oh, is that what Yeah, we were in Dallas um, for the boys. <gasps> oh. That's when we talked about it. I was like, are you not Bye. Or you must have said something that was like, if I were into women, just yeah. like some passing comment like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> World comes crashing down. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, Katie, I feel like someone told me. I was like, did you not tell me? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, what was the question? What? Most surprised? Surprise? I'm trying to think of another one. <laughs> I think... That, you know, we always hung out in pretty reduced capacities, like when you were in town to visit or like for a show or something like that. And I think it's surprising that you don't maintain the same high energiness all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, you really don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shock to people that don't know me well. Yeah, exactly. Because like you, I think you bring it out when you need to, um, without complaint and without issue. So like... If in any hanging out situation, you're carrying. And then as soon as you don't have to do that, sometimes you'll be like, shut down. Just completely shuts down. Yeah. Which I, is fine. I agree. I think that I like, um, it once I'm comfortable with you, mm-hmm. or even if it's not even that, if I'm in a group setting, we're kind of like what you were saying. It's like somebody else can carry right now. Like this isn't yeah. really, like, I don't have to perform right now. I will yeah. just completely shut down. Yeah. Not I mean, saying a word. We're both performers. We are. I wonder how that squares in group settings. Like I don't know. The other was it you? I told the other day we were hanging out, and it, I had called. Uh, I didn't call out of work, but my boss told me that they didn't need me, mm-hmm. so I stayed home to rest. Mm-hmm. But I didn't rest at all. No, you were working. <laughs> I was. It was me, um, and then a few of our other friends were just hanging out at my house because they were staying with us. And all we were doing was watching YouTube videos and, like, TikToks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was the one with the remote. Yeah. So I was having to choose videos that were keeping everyone happy. That's hard work. <laughs> I was just talking and saying, telling jokes. Like, oh, I, God. I was performing. <laughs> I don't. I honestly Some people don't. listening, like, 100% get this. And, and then some people listening are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, because they just enjoy it. Exactly. I think I don't really have patience for that anymore. Like, I carry naturally Mm. in some situations. And then if I don't want to, I'm like, this is not my problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It depends on the people, though. Like, the closer we are, the more I'm like, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Hmm. Mm. Um, Should I answer it about you, too? I was going to ask. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, What surprised me most about Kika? 
Um, I think that, I think that when I, we first met for the very first time, whenever I came with Lily and we stayed with you for like two days. And that was like, that was the first time. I feel like the Kika I met there versus the Kika I came and became really close with during like the boys tour and your birthday was like so different. Really? But not in a way of like you were acting different, just in a way of like we had such little time to, together mm -hmm. versus like me and you, we literally were together for five days straight. Yeah. Just, just vibing. Just vibing. We got quite close then. I think that you are way crazier than I thought you were. Really? But in a good way. That's funny. Like I think that um, whenever we first met, because Lily has such a different view of you, I feel like, than I do in a way. Yeah. Of like, I think, not that I don't like respect you and think highly of you, uh -huh. but I think that she kind of like really looks up to you and whenever she would talk about you to me, it was in very much of a way of like, Kika is so much older and she's like mature and she's smart and she's this and she's that. So I was just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like she's got her life together. She's like yeah. very mature, which you are all of those things. Yeah. But like... To me, the first time I met you, I feel like I was looking at you through that perspective. Mm -hmm. But then after the boys tour, I was like, this is my bestie. Yeah. Like, this is my girl. Yeah, it's because I don't see myself that way at all. Yeah. So I'm not going to act that way, you know? Yeah, 100%. But you think I'm crazier? Yeah, I think you're definitely like just, I don't know, not that you were shy or reserved or anything <laughs> like that whenever I first met you, mm -hmm. but there was just something... And it's, it's the K-pop of it all, of, like, making each That's other comfortable. Say. Yeah, To yeah. just be like, we will be saying whatever That's we want. That's the thing. I think that, like, I don't realize until I'm with you guys, but my humor, more than any of the rest of us, is super crass. Yeah. And, like, very dark. It can I love be it. very sexual. I love it. I'm happy to hear that. I love um, it. But I definitely have to feel it out before I can do yeah. that. Because I feel like whenever we had first met on that first trip, I left being like, oh, my God, like, Kiko was so fun. Like, mm -hmm. I loved hanging out with her, whatever. But then... For the boys tour it was like this is my like person like we just click <laughs> so well because yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel like both of us like the layer was removed mm -hmm. and we were just like going at it it was just so true fun. yeah and i i'm happy to hear you say that because i feel like my impression of myself is that i perform as very crazy but i actually inside think of myself as very boring oh um so like I had even asked Cam, our mutual friend, like what her impression was. And she was like, you are insane. Yes. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. I just feel so boring. You're not boring at all. Like you yeah. are one of the most fun people to be around. Oh, thank you. That's and you nice. just be saying whatever. Yeah. It's like in the best way though. Like not yeah. in any way of like, it's too much or like, it's just the right amount. Mm -hmm. Oh, well that's nice. It is. I think it also helps that I just like don't care what I'm saying. You don't. Like I'll say whatever. Yeah. And then not stand by it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Okay, that was a good one. Okay. I'm going to skip this one because it was what was your first impression of me. Oh, and that's similar. basically the same. Yeah. Um, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? Ooh. I love a good younger self question. Mm -hmm. Not believe? <laughs> I'm not married at 24. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh my god, I wanted to get married so young. Really? But it was because I was so in love with my best friend mm. that I was like, me and him are going to get married End game. at 18. For sure. Like, I was yeah. just so convinced that that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, the fact that I'm 24, and not only am I not married, but You're I'm single. like, I'm happily single, mm-hmm. and I'm not like actively trying to get married soon. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very surprising to yeah. my like younger self, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "But why?" Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I'm single, but I'm also like chilling, and I'm like, I don't need to be married even in the next couple of years yeah. to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be surprising. But I also think that I'm really like I'm so thankful because I look at my life and I'm just like what the heck? Like literally live in Los Angeles, like Mm -hmm. doing cool stuff, like Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. like have a cool job looking Mm -hmm. for another cool, better job. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like most of my life is what I've always dreamed of. Good. Even just at 24. Like it's just, and a big part of it is just simply living in Los Angeles. But like people from Knoxville, Tennessee don't move to LA. Mm -hmm. Like just doesn't happen. So fact that I just did it I'm like what the heck yeah you're one of the few it's crazy yeah so yeah but m- the most unbelievable thing would be that. not being married <laughs> yeah. wow that's huh. all I thought about growing up dang all I thought about and you had the audacity when I was like oh what would you want your wedding to be like you're like I don't really want to get married <laughs> it's so weird I always thought oh, about really? like the marriage and the person but I never thought about the wedding has that changed not really. Mm. I still don't really think about the wedding that much. Now I'm just like, dang, that's going to be so fun. But yeah. Like, yeah. I think you're going to get into it. I'm going to. Let's yeah. It's going to be the biggest party of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find your dress we talked. Stuff. We did talk about it the other day, me, Adrian, and Jessica. You did. And I've decided that it needs to be black tie. Slay. Are you kidding? Like, imagine. Let's go. Gala vibes. Like, literal gala vibes. Yeah. Would like, that not be amazing? Oh, that's fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah, I love it. Okay, that's a turn. good idea. Right? It's not the direction I saw you going, but I love it. Isn't that so fun? Yeah. What would I not believe about my, what my younger self would not? Yeah, you get it. Um, <laughs> I think I was so sure I was going to end up in a creative field. Like, oh. I was for sure on music, either on the stage or off it. <laughs> Something about that. Um, Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like journalism. I, like, really didn't see a path other than that. I really wanted to work at a magazine or in music or at a music magazine. What shifted that? Just your internship and you just didn't yeah. hate it? I mean, you didn't like it? Um, I, didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. That's basically what it was. Like, I tried everything. I tried journalism. I tried promotions and live events. I tried the record label. And I didn't love any of it. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, interesting. So... I mean, what was missing was not being able to talk about, like, the gender theory, like, academic stuff that I loved yeah. in college. I didn't go into college having any idea what I was going to do. No clue. Because I had applied mainly to liberal arts schools where you can't declare your major your first year. Um, and the only other thing I had done was apply to journalism schools that yeah. I didn't get into. So I went into liberal arts school and I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I took an intro to women's studies class and like I felt my brain explode and I declared my major the next day. Wow. That's I was crazy. Like, this is the one for sure. And I loved it. Um, but my younger self had no idea that was going to happen. It really was a case of like what liberal arts says it's going to be where it's like they put a bunch of things in front of you and you like find what you love. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and I, I was trying to remember where I thought I would end up. Yeah. As a kid. I had no idea. I think I've always not been able to see, to have a clear picture of what the future looks like. Oh. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do for work. I think I imagined myself, like, 
working in merch or being a tour manager, which like I now can objectively say was just to be as close to the artist action as possible without being an artist. Yeah. Like it just felt adjacent. Yeah. Um, And now I don't want that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Can you see like now? No. Like the next five years? Not at all. Literally no clue. I would love to not be doing exactly what I am now. I think if there's one thing that I ever want for my constant iterations of my future self is for it to not be the same as the past. Yeah. So. Do you think that, do you like have a problem with setting goals or are you just like, you don't want there to be expectation or what do you think that is? I don't think I would have a problem setting goals if I had a sense of what I wanted to do. Yeah. And like I can set small goals. Yeah. Like I can have an idea and want to execute against it, but in terms of big picture things, I've kind of just let stuff come to me, and so far it's been going okay. Yeah. But I think that, like, I'm 27. If this is the point where my life stops changing, like, that's not okay. Totally, me, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I was talking to my friend April about it, who's 34, and she was like, I used to think that way when I was 27, but now I'm fine with it. And I'm like, well, I'm still 27. Yeah. <laughs> and I still want things to change. Yeah. I think that's what keeps it exciting. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I also, I've never been great at like being like, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in 10 years? I'm like, I don't know, somewhere cool. Yeah, somewhere cool. Making some money, happy. Yeah, I think as long as I'm like consistently making more money, because to be quite honest, money is important to me. But it's because I want to keep doing cooler and cooler things with that money. Like I want to keep going on bigger vacations with my friends and having a better apartment and like that's fine with me yeah i know it's all material stuff but we live in a material world i don't yeah. feel that bad about it honestly no, literally. yeah i respect it thanks money is important especially in a city like la yeah i mean my younger self when i came to la i was like 22 yeah and she would be so very excited about the money that i'm making now so yeah yeah i think just trying to improve year to year is good enough for me yeah yeah okay <laughs> okay this is um a slightly funnier one. Maybe it won't be funny. Who knows? Mm. Um, what is the last thing that you lied to your mother about? My mother? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I can't, I'm trying to think for me personally because I don't really lie to my mom because there's no need. Yeah. But I'm sure there's something. Uh, I lie to my mom about little stuff all the time. <laughs> like, did you renew your passport? Yeah, I totally did. Yeah. Or, like, one thing my mother does is if I'm sick in any way. Anyway, if, if I'm like, oh, my throat hurts or like my stomach hurts. I told her I went through a week and this was true where just like all food repulsed me. Like I would eat anything. And I'd be like, Ugh. And then she was like, it's this, this and this. You need to take a probiotic twice a day. You need to go on Nexium. You need to do this. And I was like, uh-huh, for sure. She was like, you're not going to do any of that. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. I'm not doing any of that. So yeah, I try and lie to her to keep her happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. You know, she's not around here. So yeah. And she still wants to caretake. Yeah. So. That yeah. makes sense. Do you remember? Um, it was probably something similar, honestly. I don't really have anything exciting either. Yeah. I think the last lie was probably like, oh, did you do whatever? And I was like, yeah. And I just yeah, exactly. Totally. I threw a really big party in high school. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Do tell. I, it was over, I sincerely hope my parents aren't listening to this. Do I, they still not know? Correct. I mean, my dad thinks that I did and that I was lying and he was right. Um, My mother believes me. (laughs) Um, It's a little more nuanced than that. But 
basically it was spring break of senior year. My parents went on vacation with my brother. I said, can I stay at home and stay here with Jackie, my best friend? And they were like, yeah, sure. Absolute rager. They were gone for like nine days. So we had it in the middle so they would be gone long enough that we knew they were in another country and gone long enough afterward that we could clean everything. Huge party. Probably like 300 people all told rolled through the house. Yeah, 200 to 300. How old were you? Um, 18. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, had to be. 17 or 18. Um, And it was just like tons of booze, tons of minors. Um, And basically the telltales were that someone... The house was spick and span. Like gorgeous even though at one point there had been like pink vomit on the walls it was all cleaned up whatever someone had very nicely tried to recycle and had put like a case of beer like the paper um or the cardboard i mean in the recycling and my parents had found that and they were like what is this i explained it away with something then someone had kept their rolling papers in my parents bedroom like on the windowsill i didn't know there was anyone in my parents bedroom smoking um so they found that. My mother found that. I explained that away. At that point, my dad was like, come on now. Yeah. But then the last thing that happened was actually not my fault and not related to the party. And it was the last straw for my dad. Okay. Basically, I had driven my friend to a 21 pilot show. I didn't attend the show, but she was like a sophomore and I was a senior and she didn't have a ride. So I drove her and then she was like, oh, can we pick up this guy that I knew who was in my ear? Um, and I was like, sure. So I grabbed him. He got in the backseat of my car. I didn't know that he had been drinking a beer and had left the can in the backseat of my car. And my parents found it and they freaked out for good reason. You yeah. know, you're not supposed to have open containers in the car. Yeah. And obviously it was a child that yeah. was drinking it. My dad was so furious. And I was like, I did not drink anything. That was not me. And it was also not my friends because this guy was not my friend. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well then who was it? And I was like, I'm not going to tell you his name because he had just gotten a scholarship to play football at Duke. Oh. Because he was like, I'm going to report him. I'm going to tell the school. And I was like, no, his future. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) So I saved him and I never told them. And I just took the heat for it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I never did anything Without my parents knowing because they did not care. Mm. Which, to be fair, I mean, I wasn't doing anything. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. Like, yeah. I literally, I truly wasn't doing anything yeah. ever. Like, even stuff that wouldn't have been that bad, I wasn't doing mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I literally, as soon as I got my license, I would come and go as I please. That's nice. Do whatever I want. I was homeschooled, like mm-hmm. everyone knows. So, yeah, I was doing whatever I want whenever I wanted. But like I said, I mean, there wasn't anything for them to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. So I just never, I never had the thrill of any of it. I never like snuck out or like snuck somebody over Mm -hmm. anything. It was really just senior year. My parents were super cool as long as I wasn't engaging in anything that was bad. Yeah. So like I could DD my friends to a party as long as I wasn't drinking, they didn't care. Oh, You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And my parents were always strict, but like until my senior year, once I could drive myself everywhere and stuff, they were like, yeah, 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 just go do as you please. I think they were just like, don't lie, yeah. which is what I did with a party. And also, don't throw a party yeah. in our house. Yeah. Because then they're liable, right? 100%. I mean, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It makes sense. As we're older and you think about it, you're like, yeah. I'm like, damn, sorry. I was talking to Jackie about it the other day. I was like, why did we do that? Yeah. Really I can't bad. imagine doing it now. Yeah. I'm just more scared of that stuff. It really shows how you feel when you're a kid. Like, nothing can get you. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. It's, like, it's really, one thing goes wrong. 
It's not fine. Completely unfine. And I remember this kid was like, the cops are coming. So everyone ran out of the house. The cops never came. But I think about like, what would I have done? It would have been over. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, that's my story. Is it my turn? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Question number something. Yes. Um, What insecurity of yours holds you back the most? Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of a rough one. What insecurity of yours holds you back the most? Um, probably just my weight. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. It'll get you. I'm, I mean, I'm starting to, I mean, it's always bothering me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I now feel a point in my life where it just affects everything I do. Mm. I mean, not now. Again, it always has, but I've just been thinking about it recently. Like, yeah. I have, like, avoided hanging out with my friends. I don't go out to clubs with my friends because I just feel like it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, job interviews are scary. Yeah. I don't want to go shopping. I certainly don't want to go to a pool or beach. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to not, like, hide in your house. Yeah. It's so crazy, like, how it truly does just, like, make you shift your perspective on everything Mm -hmm. like there's so many things which obviously there's so many layers to this which we won't dig into because can be triggering for people yeah it's kind of an episode in itself also it is yeah Yeah, Um, um but like stuff that's so Stuff that we're held back by, but it's so normal for us now Mm -hmm. that I think about okay if I didn't feel this way about my weight Like life would be so different. Do you have an example? I'm trying to think of one specifically Mm -hmm. like um, I mean, similar to what you were just saying, like even something as small of like first day at a new job or like it's going, horrible. going back and like visiting friends and family. I'm going to my college reunion. <gasps> I'm horrified. Oh, I like don't want to. That it's horrible. Effing blows. Yes. It really effing blows. That blows. Yeah. I'm really sorry. It's okay. That you have to do that. It's really bad. It's really bad. Cause I'm also like quite a bit heavier than I was in college just because of pandemic stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say because of the pandemic, <laughs> but since because the pandemic. Of the last yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was a person in the last few years. I don't want to go. I'm really sorry. It's okay. You're like, for sure going to go. I, I booked a flight. Yeah. I'm going on in like three days. Yeah. Let me know if you need me. <laughs> you want to hop on my flight? Call me if you need me. Yeah, well. It's really bad. How do you feel like, do you feel like you have body dysmorphia? No. Because Lily does. <laughs> have body dysmorphia or feels like she does? Feels body. like she does. Sorry. Okay. Um, no, I do not. And I know that I don't because sometimes I still think, I think that I'm huge, but I still think I look better than I actually do <laughs> when I see the photo. And I'm like, oh my God, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> earlier and it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. You looked great, but I never want to be captured on photograph. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. It is the worst. And I think there's always a inkling that it's just like everything would be better if I was not this weight. Like my friends would like me better. I would do better in my job. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's true. No, it's not. No, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe me and you would be closer. I'm like, what? No, we wouldn't. Like our podcast would get more listens for sure. Maybe. No. Oh. Stop. Hmm. 
it's just a thing. I don't want to go to this fucking reunion. I'm bro. really sorry. You have to do that. I, I don't have anything else to say other than I'm really sorry. Like, I have to see. At least you're successful and rich. Not really. And you can just tell people to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone I'm going to see is equally successful and rich. No, they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's a nightmare. Um, But I'll get through it. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. That really sucks. Yeah. There's nobody gross that you went to school with? No. Surely there is. I think you're going to get there and be shocked. The problem is that everyone looks better now than they did in college. That, that is cannot be true. It is true. I follow them on Instagram. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'll report back on it when we come back to yeah, it. Yeah, please. But, um, anyway. That's brutal. I'm sorry. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Last question, maybe? We'll see. Yeah, last question. Let me think really quickly which one I want to do. Ooh. Okay. What makes you feel loved even when you don't feel lovable? Dang. Perfect question. Dude, what a segue. Perfect segue. Do you have something in mind? No. Oh, let me think, let me think, let me think. What makes you feel loved even when you feel don't feel lovable. I mean, I'm such a words of affirmation girl. Yeah. Like, if you say it, I'll believe it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I think that that's the obvious one in this moment. Because yeah. words of affirmation isn't even one of my top love languages. Yeah. Like we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. But in a moment where you're just down mm-hmm. and you're just think, you're just being hard on yourself, mm-hmm. someone comes in with a quick compliment you're like, it's dang. over. Yeah, no. It's like, yeah. anytime you're just like, whether you're not thinking about it or you are thinking about it mm-hmm. in a negative way, if someone just looks at you and just like, you are just so pretty or you just look beautiful. You're like or like, yeah. you're so smart or like, you're yeah. so good at this or mm-hmm. just like, whatever it is. You're like, I kind of am. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I mean, you said it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is that I'm not a big, uh, uh, a talker, like feeling sharer, um, which probably doesn't come across in this podcast. Yo, I'm not talking. big on words. Yeah, like, yeah. All we do is gab. So, um, but I don't share like real stuff. But it, when people in my life like pick up on it anyway and yeah. then ask about it, I'm like, yeah. That's you know? huge, yeah. Because I, I don't even know that I could do that for other people. But I've had friends that have like intuited so much and then asked about it. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a really know? big deal. Yeah. So true. Yeah. And I think also, like, because I'm such a unplugger and I have such, like, an anxious attachment style. Yeah. I think when people are willing to sit through that and not push me too much and be like, whenever you're good. Yeah. You know, hit me up. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. How like about that. you? Um, I don't really know if this is a <laughs> um, when I don't feel lovable kind of thing, but similar to you, I feel like whenever... It's just nice whenever you're just, like, kind of going through it. Whether mm-hmm. it just be, like, just tired because I've been working a lot mm-hmm. or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Similar, like you said, people pick up on it. But for me, acts of service, girly. I was just going to say you're an acts of service person. I'm an acts of service person. So, like, just if I'm just tired and I just don't want to do whatever it else it is and someone, like, recognizes that and does even the smallest thing to help me out. I'm you like, love it. I'm like, oh, my God. It's the nicest thing. It's the nicest thing anyone yeah. has ever done yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, I just, I just love that so much. Wow. It just means the world. That's so good to know. Yeah. Just for anyone. Yeah. Huh. 
I don't know if I'm an acts of service girly. I don't think you are. I don't think so either. In the same way that I'm not a gift receiver. Yeah. You've talked about that before. I have very recently on this very podcast. Another thing for me is I will just be like doing acts of service for other people. And they don't clock it. And if you don't clock it, I'm going to be so like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. That's a big one for me. Like if you don't clock how much effort I'm putting in, Mm -hmm. I'm like, hello. Yeah. (laughs) That's me. If I give a gift that's unappreciated, I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) I just saw a TikTok that was like me having to resist the urge whenever someone mentions anything they like and it's them like shoving their credit card back (laughs) in their wallet. I'm like, that's me. Uh, yeah. Also, lovable is just a crazy word. Do you feel lovable? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. I don't think there's anything I feel less Oh. than lovable. Dang. That's, yeah, I don't think so. What, it, what do you mean by that? I don't know, Katie. We're 53 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> uh, here's a poll for the listeners. You feel lovable? <laughs> Answers are just yes and 100% for sure. And yeah. And oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do, but I guess we got to end it there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll hear from us next week, but fun. I mean, I don't know if it's a fun announcement. Uh, We are almost at the end of our season one. Ring and ding. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Um, Yeah, we are. Did you say, what did you say? I said ring a ding ding. <laughs> ring ding I just wanted it to be like exciting. <laughs> like, like the bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we're yeah, ending yeah. season one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Ring a ding ding. Um, we did a whole season. It will have been 16 episodes. Yeah. So that feels right. Perfect number. Yeah. Um, and we are not taking that long of a break. No. We'll just be off in June. Um, one, just taking a little break being busy with other stuff but also amping everything up yeah we're gonna come back and you guys aren't even know what's going on yeah you're gonna be like who are these girls yeah you're gonna be able to look at us yeah because we're gonna start sorry about that we're gonna start filming (laughs) these things yeah hopefully you'll be able to hear us better because we're gonna get some new equipment yes and our topics are just gonna be so mind-blowing yeah they they have been only a little mind-blowing to this point but they're gonna be crazy they're gonna be fully crazy and mind-blowing yeah okay Well, I enjoyed getting to know you better. Yeah, this was fun. I guess we're not really strangers. No, we're not. Wow. Not anymore, at least. Exactly. All right. Okay. Uh, I don't want to say it all. You guys know where to listen to us and what to to do. Listen to us wherever you can. Follow us wherever you want to. Yeah. And we'll see you next week with a new episode Mm -hmm. and the season finale. Season finale, you're right. Of One Thing About Us. Oh, God, we got to make it good. The pod. Yeah, the pod. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Love you.